Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I am joined by Missoula Sentinel head football coach, Dane Oliver. How are you doing today? Doing good, Mitch. Thanks for having me on. Of course, of course. So your team has been extremely successful the last few years. What do you think is the main motor behind that? Uh, anytime you're you're having success, you got to have good players. And we've been super fortunate to have some really, really talented athletes who are also great leaders and uh, great students, great ambassadors for our program. You know, if you look at, uh, I go back to two years and I'll, I'll miss kids, but, you know, Gino Leonard, you know, Jace Klusiewicz, Dylan Rollins, Candace Sermon, Dayton Bay. Uh, I mean, the list could go on. Uh, TJ Roush. Um, and then last year, you know, uh, I start with Chase Williams. Chase is at MIT uh, <laughs> playing football. So, I mean, he's one of the smartest kids we've ever, ever been around. Um, Drew Klump. Joe Wida, Zach Cruz. I mean, just great competitors. So the, the formula is pretty simple. Have great players. I think we've got great assistant coaches, great support staff, unbelievable parent group. You put those formula together, um, get a little bounces a, a few ways, and you end up with championships. So excited for this, this season, though. That's awesome. So what started you in this coaching realm? Uh, it's a good question. Uh, well, you know, both my parents were educators. Uh, my mom was a like a reading specialist, uh, elementary teacher. So, and my dad was a has been a track coach for I think forty five years now. So I grew up around athletics, and uh, you know, um, so when I went to work with my parents, we went to school. So I think that probably was a big impression on me at a young age. And you know, I think early on in my career, it was about me. Uh, and then you, the longer you do it, you realize how much you're serving. And I really believe teaching and coaching is a calling. Uh, giving back to your community and so that's kind of I enjoyed the schematics of football as well I enjoy the x's and o's the competition the crowd the pressure but I just think the older I've got I have my own kids now it's it's been about you know giving back and helping hope develop young kids that's awesome so talk to me a little bit about the support from the town of Missoula for you guys and your football program well you know the Grizz grabs a lot of attention and I go back, this is my 15th year in the program, um, and I go back to Coach Joseph. Coach Joseph, he did a lot of things. To, you know, Sentinel was one of the worst in the nation. Um, if you look at the records in the, the early 2000s, they didn't win many ball games. So, you know, we have a great touchdown club that we do a big golf fundraiser. Our parents are unbelievable. You know, if I just, they're always, what do you need, Coach? If you just say, hey, we need them, somebody to get the meals on our trip down to Billings, uh, it's, it's done. Um, and always try to have new projects, whether that's updating the weight room or, um, you know, some gear for the kids. Our parent group is awesome. And then just the community in whole. I think last year I go back to the championship game. It was Cat Grizz weekend and, and MCPS Stadium was sold out. I know that just wasn't Sentinel fans. That was the whole community right there supporting us. So uh, got a great student section, uh, great teaching staff here at Sentinel, uh, great assistant coaches, a lot of proud alumni. I get to hear from that alumni across the nation. I know they're following us. Um, it, it was amazing when you get to a championship game, how many people come back and rally around the community. So super fortunate to have uh, successful families here that, and these kids want to be great. Uh, and they have very high expectations. So very blessed here at Sentinel. That's awesome. So, you know, Missoula is the only other town that's like Billings and has three public high schools in yeah. town. So what is it like to have those two built-in rivalries within the city of Missoula? 
Well, I mean, it, it comes with a different energy. And I know, uh, you know, when you play big sky, you, you, you know, you're getting the, the, you're getting a resemblance of their head coach. And I know Matt, well, he's, he's scrappy he fights, he's a competitor. Uh, we've got the better of him the past few years, but I mean, we had some, we've had some dog fights and always seems to come down to the, the end of the game. So um, I know he's working hard over there. And so, you know, it's a different energy when you play crosstown um, and big sky's great. And Hellgate, you know, coach Morris has done a good job getting, getting kind of energy back. Numbers may not be great. And now he's turned it over to coach Nelson who did a tremendous job at Frenchtown. And so I think he's going to, he's going to play, you know, he's a defensive guy. So he's going to play a brand of football that kind of keep the games close probably. And, so excited to see what that, that rivalry looks like uh, moving forward. That's awesome. So, you know, you mentioned having the Grizz in your guys' backyard. What has that been for, you know, helping your program to have them at your disposal kind of in your own yeah. backyard there? I, you know, I always look at just as a motivator for kids. You know, they grow up in Missoula. They want to, uh, you know, they want to play at the highest level. And so I think that you can always point to, to that uh, just across town, like, Hey guys, if, if you want to play college football, there's a tremendous program right here in Missoula. And they go on a, they go on a Saturday and they watch the Grizz games. So they see a great fan atmosphere for those kids. Um, and and it, it's a, it can be a big motivator, I guess, is what I want to say. And then secondly, um, you know, it's a great resource. I mean, that's obviously a tremendous program there. So those coaches are available for us to, to learn, talk about anything. And they do a great job with special teams. So you have that relationship with them and the next players, um, often come back and coach because they've had such a great experience both here at Sentinel and at the Grizz. So you get some pretty good coaches out of the deal too. Oh, that's awesome for sure to have that partnership with, yeah. you know, one of the biggest colleges in Montana for sure. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, obviously being a coach at the high school level, your one of your jobs obviously is to be successful in high school, but you want to get your kids on to the next level. Yeah. Um, so how do you do that for your kids and how do you get them to the next level? Cause you've had so many, especially yeah. recently. You know, I, I think there's it's a lot of misconceptions. Like, um, like the message I always say is if we have a successful program, if you're great here, those opportunities will come. If we, if we're not winning ball games and, and we're not, and you're not developing your skills here at Sentinel, then you're not going to get as many looks. So the college coaches are going to gravitate towards successful programs. Um, and so we've had more kids go to college in recent years because of the success we've had. So I don't spend a ton of time. I think they get so much outside noise about college from whether it's parents or community members that I just, I just focus like be where your feet are. Let's be great here. Let's make Sentinel great. And then those opportunities will come because um, it, it can, it can drive and dominate them. And one of the things our kids have bought into is, is about the program as a whole. And so often the recruiting can highlight the individual and I'm not against that. I just mm -hmm. know what works is let's have a successful high school program. Let's, and by doing that, you will show their talents and that will provide the opportunities for them at the college level. For and, sure. Uh, I think just whatever that is, that can be NAI, that can be Grizz, Cats. I think they get a lot of focus. But frankly, I, I think college football, is, it's 90 dudes on a team. I don't care if it's Haver. I don't care if it's, you know, Portland, Oregon or, or the Grizz. It's like if you want to play, there's opportunities for you, and, and we're going to help you do that. Oh, for sure, for sure. So I, uh, I had the opportunity to do some media for the Shrine game in yeah. Great Falls in June, and – the West team had a bunch of Sentinel players. Yep. 
So what does it mean to you to have a bunch of your guys recognized postseason? I think that comes with just the success we've had, right? And we win championships. It means you have really good players and they're going to get recognized for, for all state teams and then shrine games. And frankly, we've had, there's been some really good players that haven't got to play in the shrine game because they cap it at five per team. And so it's honestly a challenging time for me, that shrine game and nominate them all and then let the shrine committee uh, pick them. But, you know, that game is, is, is really about helping people who are less fortunate. And so I know that's, I've coached that game uh, and it's, and it's a great opportunity to see how fortunate we all are and giving back to people who are less fortunate. And so the kids that have played in that game, they recognize that the Shrine game does a tremendous job with reinforcing that message. And, you know, I think it's strong legs run so weak legs can walk. And, um, and so it, it kind of ties in with the theme of how we just operate as a whole high school program. And, and those kids have had a great experience. We love the Shrine game. For sure. For sure. I just, I remember I was doing some interviews with the West kids and it was like, yeah, I'm from Missoula Sentinel. I'm from Missoula Sentinel. Yep. And it seemed like a lot more than five. I didn't realize they yep. kept it at five. Yep. You know, two years ago we had six, um, got a Donovan South in the week of the game. And then I think last year we were at five again. So yeah, West is West has won the last couple of games. So we that's been that's been fun for the, the West team. For sure. So, you know, obviously your team has been extremely successful the last few years. Where do you hope to see this year's team? Well, Mitch, I think it's a trap question right there. Uh, you know, one thing that's worked for for us is like, I don't I don't go through the schedule and circle like hey, winnable game, unwinnable game. Um, I think that adds maybe a layer of stress uh, for players, the coaches, myself. It's like we just we we chunk it up, we break the season down into kind of checkpoints. We had to have a great fall camp. Now we know we got to go on the road and be prepared for a great opponent in Billions West. Then we'll tackle Bozeman the next week and Hellgate the next week and Western Conference play. So um, I don't know, right? We just put our eyes down. We go to work. Uh, we, we have our process of being a great practice team, and that allows us to be successful at the end of the year. Um, mm -hmm. That doesn't always guarantee championships. There's so many things that can happen this season. Uh, the past few years, the ball has bounced our way. We've been super fortunate. Like I said, we've had great players who've, who've been great competitors in big moments. So I see some of those same traits with this team, but uh, you're never going to hear me predict where we're going to end up. We'll just, we'll just do our thing. I know it's Tuesday today. We've got to have a great Tuesday practice with prayer for Billings and we'll worry about the result at the, the end of the year. There you go. So, you know, you kind of led me into another question. Um, besides the Missoula schools, Billings West has kind of been a rival for you at least the last yeah. few years. What is it like to have another rivalry outside of Missoula? Well, it's a good thing, right? Because they're a great program and you know that you're, you're playing a, a well-oiled machine and West has a big enrollment. They're always well coached. We, we face them. I feel like we face them more than we have our crosstown rivals, which is a fact. Um, you know, we played them in the championship. We played in the Oprah. We played in the championship again. So this will be our fourth time playing them before we maybe, and we've played Hellgate once in the last two years. Um, and so, um, you know, it's, it's uh, it's always a challenge, um, but really we try to just focus on Sentinel and not make it about Billings West or any opponent. And so when we um, call it a faceless opponent, we, we know what we're getting into. I'm most concerned about getting on a bus. They have a game driving down five and a half, six. That's a long day. That is. Get on the bus, get home. We got a short week with Bozeman. So 
Um, boy, it's it's going to be a challenge, but uh, we'll be excited, ready to go. It's it's Friday night lights, and our kids our kids uh, you know have they know how to play football games. Um, I don't know where the result ends up all the time, but I feel like this crew they're excited to play. That's awesome for sure. So. You know, the uh, AA has expanded a little bit with the Bozeman area exploding. <laughs> and um, yeah. so how has that helped with the two non-conference games, do you think? Yeah, I love it. Uh, I think it cuts down on travel. It um, allows you to, uh, you know, break the season up, right? Different goals, um, you know, with, with having two conferences and uh, you play two non-conference games and, and you could be 0-2 and lose those games, but you could still win the West and get a good seed. And so... Um, you can define success a lot of different ways, but maybe you, you don't win a championship, but Hey, we won the Western double a conference. Right. Um, it allows, you know, we know we have one home game in non-conference one road game. And it used to be that, you know, we would go to billing sometimes two, three times in a year. And that just, it's just, it's not best good for our fan base. It's not good no. for JV programs. Cause we don't play a JV game this week because we're playing West. It's, it's too far to go to take those JV. So just program wide, the freshman JV varsity mirror that schedule. Uh, whoever varsity's playing, you know your freshmen are going to have a game. You know your JV are going to have a game. So just for development of programs and rivalries and travel for fan bases, I love having the 16 teams, two non-conference, seven conference games, and then you then you head into the playoffs. So uh, I think it's been awesome, awesome for our for our, for our for our league. For sure, I've always kind of felt bad for Missoula and Kalispell whenever they would come down here or we would go up there because it's like six and eight hours to go up to you guys it's like yeah oh yeah we can do it once i'm good we, you know but but you start doing that two three times of the year it's like staying up all night with when your when your daughter has a sleepover and you know it just the next day it's a long recovery the older we get Mitch. for sure so you know one thing that i've loved hearing throughout a lot of my interviews is some memories that you have that aren't necessarily on the football field. Cause yeah. I think those are some of the best. So what are some memories you have with your guys that aren't necessarily on the football field? You know, uh, you know, just some, maybe some things we do just team building wise. Um, you know, at the end of two days, we do a little, maybe a roast to the coaches where they, <laughs> they do put together some skits and make fun of, you know, coaches meeting or whatever it is. And you, you find out a little bit about yourself, maybe your mannerisms, the thing you say, how perceptive high school kids are. So uh, it's, it's, it's amazing what they pick up on the imitations of the coaches. That's, that's always a good, good laugh and makes you humbles you a little bit as a head coach. And then, you know, I just think about, you know, post game after a win or even post game after a loss, just the, the, the emotional highs and lows that come with, because you know they're invested then, and and so um, I think about that. Just also uh, the relationship you have with assistant coaches. We spend a lot of time together. Um, just kind of the bonds you form there. It's you, I have my football friends. I call it that's during football season, and then we kind of take a break from each other and come back. So it's always a fun time of year to to get with that group of guys as assistant coaches and and understand their nuances and personalities, and you get those emotional moments with them, whether that's you know. Uh, excitement or just like or could be at rage like you're frustrated and then you come back and love each other up and, and so it, it's it's really comes down to I think most people would agree that I've played high school football it's not the wins and losses it's you you miss the relationship with friends uh, mm -hmm. when you move beyond that that team aspect and so that's what I enjoy the most and, and some great memories that's awesome so 
you know, you're obviously a very successful coach in wins and losses, but with your athletes, what do you hope they take from you that hopefully they carry on in their life? Well, I just, uh, you know, we, we, we work hard at that. Sometimes in the season, we, we, we lose sight of those things, but, um, you know, I always say better people make better Spartans. Um, and so, you know, whether that's as a husband, that's as a employee, that's as a student, uh, that's as an athlete, how you treat people is everything. And so we, I know we have a tremendous influence over these kids. And so we try to model those behaviors. We're, we're far from perfect all the time, right? I, I make mistakes every single day. And so just allowing that grace for people to learn and, and grow from mistakes um, and, and failing's okay. Um, uh, as long as we, we progress to, to improvement. Um, and so, you know, the most enjoyable things for me, I got a postcard from uh, Rory McClaverty. He was in Ireland. He sent me a note, you know, he's traveling the world and Hey coach, just thinking of you. And so you get those kind of, those kind of oh, feedback awesome. from kids or a letter or a text after they're following. And so I think, you know, you've made an impact when, when, you, when a kid's in Ireland, he sends you a postcard that he's thinking of you. Uh, oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. So it's kind of those things that mean a lot. And it's, it's a, it's a very rewarding profession. It's hard. It can be a lot of time and strain, but I think those things, those little, those little nuggets of boy, this, this kid's think still thinking about the Spartans five, 10 years down the road. It, it makes all the difference. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Hey, I don't want to keep you too long because I know you have some stuff to get to today. So um, <laughs> I will, or I just want to thank you so much for coming yep. on today and doing this. It's awesome to, hear about the other side of the state some and i will be at your game on friday against west so come say hi Mitch. i'd love to meet you in person i appreciate what you do for promoting double a football in the state it's awesome of course no problem thank you so much okay, take care we'll see you friday all right see you friday